Hi, I try to keep my podcast down to three minutes on the grounds that my voice is far too boring to listen to for a longer period than that. But I would like to start with something which um, left me totally outraged, actually. Yesterday, I walked past the school gates and found there were huge clusters of men and women, parents and also grandparents, because it's now the duty of grandmothers and grandfathers to collect and take their kids to school. There was this huge cluster of men and women waiting for their children to come out of school, all very tightly together, chatting and gossiping. And I thought to myself, social distance? To what extent is that being adhered to? But then also, which I thought was quite ridiculous, which three or four of them came out of the cluster and then went into the local shop but put on and put on their masks. Now, how absurd is that? You're in a cluster of people. You then leave that cluster and put on your mask to go into a shop because presumably um, it's required. That takes me on to, a, in a sense, a very serious issue because it poses the great possibility there will be a second wave. A second wave possibly leading to a lockdown. Now, if we have that, it's going to be disastrous for the local economy. We are now coming into the Christmas period when consumers spend, historically and traditionally, as at a high. But if we have a lockdown, it really has the potential of destroying the high street and particularly the prosperity and the survival, not just the prosperity, the survival of local traders who are so dependent upon consumer spend in this drive up to Christmas. Now, so those parents, those grandparents outside those school gates yesterday are making a major contribution to the potential threat of a national lockdown and as a result of that, destroying the livelihood of small businesses in Canterbury. I think it's quite appalling, totally intolerable and thoroughly irresponsible. I was delighted to read that the Crab and Winkle between Canterbury and Whitstable is to be brought up to cycling standard from beginning through to end, from Canterbury right through to the harbour at Whitstable. I think this is super good news. Uh, it's going to cost something like £170,000 in order to construct two very kind of light uh, um, designed bridges. But how superb that is to get people to more and more cycle between Canterbury and Whitstable. And of course, that's linked up to the whole cycling strategy, which the Canterbury Society is contributing to in terms of developing cycleways much more effectively from outside Canterbury into Canterbury, but also within Canterbury. And if we had an absolutely perfect kind of solution to traffic congestion in Canterbury, we would be introducing a number of green um, corridors linked to these cycle paths, making cycling and making the whole urban environment much more attractive than it is at the moment. So let's continue with this pressure and this push towards cycling and alternative forms of transportation compared to that of using our cars. And that reminded me of, of another issue, actually, which I was reading in the national newspapers. And that is that um, as far as kind of transport is concerned, as far as um, uh, um, roads and cars are concerned, uh, Highways England is going to introduce a 20 mile, sorry, a 60 mile speed limit uh, on some selected sections of motorways. And I think this is all to the good because the intention is to reduce CO2 emissions. And this reminded me to think of the proposals that in Canterbury, the speed limit should re be reduced to 20 miles an hour. And what I find particularly disturbing in Canterbury is how vans, white vans, delivery vans, um, um, are, are 
constantly um, infringing uh, the speed limit of 30 miles an hour uh, at the moment. And I understand the drivers. The drivers are under huge pressures to meet their schedules, to shoot, to meet their delivery uh, uh, deadlines, uh, and under huge pressure to drive fast. And driving, therefore, as a result of this, creating, I think, the high risk and the high potential uh, of accidents. And I'm not criticising the drivers or their skills, but what I'm suggesting is that breaking the speed limit at 30 miles an hour creates potential danger on our roads for children and particularly um, elderly, uh, uh, older people. So the sooner we introduce a 20 mile an hour speed limit, uh, I think the better. And of course, this will help to reduce uh, uh, CO2 uh, emissions. Um, and of course, the worrying issue is that the, the sale and the use of, of, of delivery vans has increased by 30% over the last two years, the sale of those vans. And of course, it's a function of, of, of online shopping, which means that the increase in the demand for delivery services has increased very significantly and will continue to do so if, as we expect, online shopping will continue to grow in the future as significantly as it has done in the past. And that brings me on to another related issue in many ways, and that is drinking and driving. Uh, a study conducted very recently looking at home drinking, and of course that has increased during the lockdown, and that is that we pour ourselves, when we pour ourselves a glass of wine, when we pour ourselves a gin and tonic, those of us who consume a certain amount of alcohol in any case, is that we tend to pour ourselves bigger measures than we think. Uh, we tend to spend, or tend to use, tend to pour ourselves uh, bigger measures of something like 20 to 30% more than we think we're pouring uh, when we think we're pouring ourselves a 125 or a 175 or whatever it is measure uh, of alcohol, which of course then knocks over in terms of the potential risk of drinking and driving over uh, the, the limits, uh, the, the alcohol limits. Uh, and of course, in my view, that if you are driving a car, if you're driving any kind of vehicle, we should not drink at all. There should be nil uh, um, alcohol consumption if one is driving a potentially dangerous vehicle uh, like a car or a van. And indeed, that is the case, of course, in the Scandinavian countries, and it's something that should be applied here. But we have to be very careful when we're consuming alcohol uh, that as we come up to the Christmas period, as we come up to the festive period, that when we drink from home, we're probably pouring ourselves uh, a higher amount of alcohol than we think uh, that we are doing. Well, my name is Richard Scase. Uh, I'm chair of the Canterbury Society. Please register. Please join our society. Uh, if you possibly can, go to our website, canterburysociety.org.uk in order to become a member of our vibrant and indeed the leading civic society here in Canterbury.